Welcome back. Welcome back. To Man Over Music. A music over man. With your lovely hosts. Maisha. And Jakar. We back at it another week again with the uh, latest hot and not topics. Another week. Um, well, do you know what today is, Maisha? What is today? It's our anniversary. Made for you and me. Today? Yeah, yeah it's the 21st. It's Tuesday, oh, February Tuesday. 21st. Tuesday, okay, Tuesday. Jesus Christ, where your mind is. Jesus Christ. I know, Christ. I mean, like, you know, well, today is like... Yeah, I feel you. you know, Sunday, but when this will drop, it will be our anniversary from for when we first got together. Yeah. In high sure. school. 13 years. 13, 13 years. Wow. 13 years. Yeah, I know. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Slowly approaching them 20 years. Yeah. Wow. I don't even want to tell how old we are. What? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now, how you feeling today? I'm okay. I'm okay today. Uh, well, how was your week then? It was okay. Nah, I, I think I'm in like a, I'm just in an odd mental space. Well, How was your day? Well, so far my day has been going pretty good. Um, you know, I'm kind of tired though. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I can tell in my voice I sound a little different. Got my little sinuses going, but it's all good. You know, I'm fine. We gonna bounce back. Uh, shout out to baby Adana for turning two. You know, we celebrated yeah. her birthday over the yeah. weekend. Um, yeah, man, children, children. <laughs> Kids' parties are fun when you're an adult and you ain't got to participate in them. But when you got to participate in the kids' uh, birthday party, it's, yeah, but, it's like working. But you know what? You still participate in it if you like, if you got kids and you got to get your kids together, bring your kids together. I mean, bring your kids over and you got to go find a gift if you're going to get a gift. But if you actually planning to participate, like planning it, you got to figure out. What decorations you gonna get? Setting it up and right, what work. food everybody gonna get? That's work. If everybody gonna be able to eat it, you know, there's a lot you put into it. But right. I think, and it's just like when they so young, they they really not gonna remember that. Man, for sure. Like I couldn't even tell you what. Even though the picture is posted on my Facebook profile right now, I couldn't even tell you what my second birthday was for real. I don't. My memory is really bad. But I don't think I remember really any birthday parties before. I don't even, we really didn't do birthday parties like that. I'm not a Jehovah Witness. Hey, I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm, we went out. I've been taken to eat, but re- we didn't really do birthday parties. So I don't really remember my well, birthday. I don't know too why much. y'all go so hard now, man. It's like the older, the older that everybody got, the harder, like the. The more crazy of the parties. Not the parties, but the, like the events. Why you like how it's played out. Gee, because if you go from where you don't even remember y'all celebrating birthdays to now, like, just just think about the last 10 years. Well, not 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. You got to subtract the three that we was in L.A. Them three birth, like, 10 years of straight birthday parties. Like, it was food, drinks. You, like the festivities might start at noon, it don't end till about eleven thirty. I don't remember. Well, I remember. I mean, like we did, yeah. like a twenty first birthday party. Yeah, we kinda, did. But that yeah. was like a mixture between like going away. To yeah, school. that was yeah to school, right? So 
right, well, well, if we scrap that one, last year. That's because, well, me and my mom combined our birthdays, right? So uh, that's because I'm um, 30, turning 30. Hey, man, it was, it was festive. It was fun. It was fun. Dang, I just keep beating up on the mic. My bad. I told y'all I ain't feel good. Don't blame I'm good. I'm good. good. I, let me not say that. I feel great. I feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, the scientists thought they had me down, but I got them mm-hmm. right back. Um, dang, what else? I, I think it was something else I wanted to talk about that happened this week, but I don't. I really don't remember. I'm just. I'm moving on to this new one that's coming up. I'm looking forward, not backwards. All right. All right, so what we got on the docket today? Would you like to talk about uh, how things have changed? Would you like to talk about... Oh, no, I thought we was going to that uh, hottest story. Oh, you want to go to that story? Yeah, let's go to that. First? Yeah. Okay. So, how would you feel, or listeners feel? You know, Airbnb is a, a good thing, a main thing. A lot of people use Airbnb when they travel. Versus like going to a hotel or a bed and breakfast or anything like that. Or even a motel. But um, there was a situation with Airbnb where the guest was staying in the place. And they noticed over the course of days, the hot water was getting less and less hot to the point where they didn't have hot water. And when they contacted Airbnb... Airbnb stated, they said that it's not obligated to provide hot water. (laughs) And, you know, that it's not obligated for the host to provide hot water. But it was like in regards to um, if they in a secluded area out off the map or something like that. That's what they were saying. Wait, what was this out again? Uh, Tahoe. It was a Tahoe trip. And... Just because if you're in a secluded area, it don't require you to have hot water? Yeah, they said it has to be listed as an amenity. So, this is a slippery slope, but I guess if I was a host on Airbnb, I would look at at this as a win. Because now I I would technically have to specify whether it's hot or cold water. Well, hot water is provided. (coughs) Excuse me. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, but... Growing up, you know, I I can kind of understand of knowing how to uh, make that hot water work. You better go get on that stove and boil that cold water boil. Get you a nice little uh, bird bath in, you know. <laughs> Don't, but yeah, if I'm spending if I'm spending hundreds of dollars, fifty dollars, whatever, whatever it is a night, mm-hmm. man, I want some hot water. Regardless if I'm stuck on the island, you know, with a with a house. Or what it, whatever it is, I need me some hot water, you know, for something at least, mm-hmm. for something. But, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I can't believe Airbnb said that. I, I wonder how that's going to affect them with the actual customer clientele. But Yeah, they did, um, you know, they fixed it. They didn't fix it, but they gave some money back or whatnot. The host even refunded back some, some of the money. Did, but the, now, did the host do that or Airbnb, like, started with it? Airbnb started with it. That's nice. But um, I think now when I do, but when we do book Airbnb, I'm going to look at the, um, the amenities. You know, amenities to make sure. Because, you know, ain't nobody going to be getting over on me. Now you got to contact the host like, Just hey, to make sure. hey, y'all do have hot water, right? 
Right. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? Right. Like, I'm not being a stickler, but yeah. I read this story where it has to be hot water listed in the amenities right, like, for it, you know, for it to be an obligation. Yeah. So I'm just checking. Yeah, don't deny my request because I'm asking. Yeah, I just want to make sure. That's that's, cra- that's crazy. Ain't, like, I'm not trying to, you know, go there with this, but ain't it a black Airbnb? Like, I forgot, I forgot the name of it. I don't even know if they're still in business, but oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna do some research. Do some research, man, because that's interesting. Airbnb, like, literally, stay uh, coming up mm-hmm. on, on people, but I, I do like them. They do give us a uh, conveniency. It does, and I thank God that every experience that we had with Airbnb that we booked. It was a good experience. Well, no BS or nothing like that. So, yeah, hey man, shout out to our host in Atlanta for real though. Yeah, that was uh, man, that was a nice little spot too. It was. I definitely go back to that one for real. Um, what would you do though, Mike? Like, if you if you was if you got all the way to Tahoe and you got in in day one, the water was like lukewarm. It wasn't cold, but it's lukewarm. It'd be a complaint. I complain. So how long would it take you to complain, though? I do it immediately. But see, the thing is, with them, the first day of the hot water was fine. That's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. Not if I'm paying all this money. Not if I'm paying all this money. Hey, so do you do you think uh, Airbnb should have, like, gave them a free stay somewhere? Like, maybe one day? No, like, I, don't day think, I don't think it warranted that, per se. I feel like getting their money back. Was good enough. I mean, it, yes, maybe. Okay, maybe a, not a, a total free stay, but I said one them, day. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, because uh, I just don't. Uh, and that shouldn't even be affected by the host either, though. Because you know what, it takes away from your experience as well. It's not just money. It's yeah, not just money. Yeah, it's it's time. your time and the experience that you was looking to create for yourself, and. Well, hmm? No, go ahead. And you know, something like for something like that to happen. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. Uh, it has something to do with cons- uh, consumer experience. You know what I'm saying? You, the thing is, you will want people to continue to keep even supporting your your program, even though you are the middleman. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it's getting to the point where I might not even want to even rock with your service because the way y'all deliver customer services is terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I, but let me tell you this. I respect Airbnb because they run their business just like a uh, true, um, what's that word? What's that word? Uh, capitalist? Capitalist. Yeah, they mm-hmm. run it like capitalists. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. They about that cream. Yeah, get that know. cream. But you you still want to create a like a good experience for people to want to keep coming back in and utilizing y'all. But uh Airbnb, get it together, cause uh, I got some trips I'm trying to go on. So, but do you think do you think hosts should be required to to state whether they got hot water or not? Yes. Mm. No, because that's just like an expectation. That's an automatic expectation. But like they said, if it's like off in the secluded area where, like I don't know, like I don't know, I don't go out in secluded areas. But um, if it's something like that where the access to hot water is 
different where you got to boil your hot water to get it, that's one thing. But if you were staying in a residential um, neighborhood or in a hotel or whatever, wherever this Airbnb is, it should be an expectation that you're going to receive hot water. Just like it's an expectation that you're going to be able to walk in and turn on the light and it works. Yeah, I, well, okay. With that then, I think the, the host should have put that in the description. Saying like, hey, possibly, potentially, you might not have no hot water. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is how you got to do it. You get down how you live. Honestly, I think it's kind of raw now that we actually like talked about it and thought about it a little bit more uh, through. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, I, I'm just... You do you remember uh, Cinderella when the the witch she had that like big old kettle, mm-hmm. but she had like the the pot like you know the pot of water over the fire. Yeah, just I was thinking like, dang, that's kind of called experience to think about when you because you go in the Tahoe and you're in a secluded area. That's a big. What's it called? A cauldron or something like that? Man, that's I don't a even big. Know. No, you need something. No, you don't think that had been rather like. Dip, dipped a no, bucket no, 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 no. and carry it to where you need to be. Well, yeah, I would rather carry a pot from off the stove. I'd have carried that to the tub, pour, you know, poured it in and the you tub. You would have burned yourself. No, I'd wait. Look, you know what I mean? Like you, no. What I'm saying is just like you're oh, trying to carry to the, the heat, whole, yeah. nah, see, the it, whole it's thing. Gotta be, it's got to be off the bathroom, like the the little fireplace stuff. Got to be like right here, and then the bathroom got to be like. Right there, while, uh-huh. I, while I stop, stop smacking the microphone, but, <laughs> but it's got to be right there. Uh, like it's got to be in quick walking distance. Not in that big old thing, trying to carry a big pot. Like well, that. it ain't got to be that. It ain't got to be that that big, but uh, it's got to be pretty big. That's dangerous. Hey, danger! I laugh in the facts of danger. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, well, what else? You know. Anyway, anywhere go. You win some, you lose some. So shout out to the people that was the, uh, I guess, the, the attendees. Guests. Yeah, the guests. Mm-hmm. Y'all got something back because I know from certain experiences with people from Airbnb, they ain't get nothing back. So y'all got something. Y'all won. Y'all mm-hmm. came up. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I think I would, uh, I want to talk to like the CEO of Airbnb. I would love mm-hmm. to. And what would you say? What I mean, what well, my question would be, mm-hmm. I would ask them, what do they do when they like get them complaints? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think the CEO get the complaints. It's somebody else. I mean, it trickle, it trickle down back. And it, they wouldn't get a complaint unless it was something major. You're right, I but feel the, like this is a snowball effect because look where it led to. It led to press. Yeah, but still, hey, no, no company wants bad things like like I think that's why they reacted so quickly. And for the response to be back to the guests saying that uh, it's not required, it has to be listed under the amenities. Mm-hmm. Boy, do you know I'm sending social media up? Okay, like, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So they they got eyes and ears. They gotta you gotta do whatever is gonna cover your bottom line. That's true. So, but yeah. I feel like if it do get to the CEO by that time, whoever's supposed to take care of the issue should have like. Should report have the reportings as to what was done. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, for sure, for sure. I'm just saying. I, I wouldn't want to hear about it. I want somebody else to take care of it. Uh, no, nah, I need to unless be, it's like um, something real serious. I need to be because nah, it's like, what is your job? Your well, job is just to handle that. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. But I need to see all of the things that y'all that's going on. But it's 
only so much that you can see when you at the top. Mm, uh, like you know, to thoroughly, thoroughly, I, you, you can see look. it, but I don't. I mean, it, is it meant for you to handle it all? Because I think you still should be knowledgeable about what's going on. Yeah, but some things you're not going to be knowledgeable. Hey, and, you know, it's called delegation. Hey, look, you can delegate, but you better you better be informed. Yeah, you always got somebody to ask to. Airbnb got stockholders, so mm-hmm. you, you know. If you don't know certain things, best believe you will be replaced. Yeah. So, but uh, that's what I got on that. Um, but let's talk about an ending of an era. So, let's just give a, a round of applause to the homie Judge Mathis. Coming on the end of a 24th season term of having his wonderful Judge Mathis show. It was on w, WCIN, the U. Here in Chicago. It's a 24th season or 24 year? 24 seasons. 24 years. 24 okay. seasons, 24 years. You can have multiple seasons in a year. <laughs> but here's one off of a year. Okay. Yeah. So 24 years, so yeah. let's just go with that. 24 seasons, 24 whatever. 24 hours. Hey, uh, 24 hours. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you made me want to cough, man. I can't even deal with you right now. <laughs> just take over. <laughs> take over? But, um, yeah, no, so it made me think, uh, you know, I remember the first time I, I seen Judge Matthew's show, uh, I was probably in, like, the second, no, nah, not the second grade. I had to be in, like, the fourth grade, third or fourth grade, whatever, somewhere around there. And uh, Judge Mathis was on. He was treating people. Judge Mathis mm-hmm. made you feel like a goofy for even yeah, going to court. Yeah, he call people a crackhead. Boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your mama smoked crack. That's why you ain't got no sense. Oh my gosh! He was cut. Look, that's that's rule number one. Why I never want to be in a uh, court <laughs> on TV like that. No, not even on. T- Gee, I thought I thought <laughs> it was real. You know what I'm saying? I thought everything was real. I like, think some of them cases, some cases be real. No, but I'm saying like I thought if you get arrested. You you know you go see Judge Mathis in court and then he go treat you. Oh, as a kid. Yeah, he just gonna go, he gonna go treat you like you a goofy, and you don't want to be on TV because it's rare that he was on the defendant side. I mean, yeah, on the defendant side. Mm-hmm. Like, man, he was treating mugs, and I was just like, man, gee, I don't never want to be there, <laughs> never. So you know, shout out to Judge Mathis. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on Judge Mathis? Um, I really, I watched it, don't get me wrong, but, um, I didn't watch it that often, but he always treated people, but I like that, um, when he had something to say, something serious to say, um, he did, and he did show his love for, for black men and black boys and the need for guidance and, you know, the the need for, of a, um, male figure. A positive male figure. Yeah. You know, did you know Judge Mathis used to be a gang member? Mm-hmm. Gee, this is just the funniest thing. I, I'm like, at like his intro, it was hilarious to me. But then it was just like, he got on there. It was just like, listen here, brother. And it's just like some people will write him off because of his past. And it's just like, no, you can learn hey. from everybody. You can learn you, from a prostitute. You can learn from somebody that was on drugs. You can learn. Shout out to South White Underbelly. Yeah, that's I, I like that. But um, you can learn from, from everybody. You can't hold things against somebody. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, uh, you know, with that 
era being uh, or that chapter being closed in the in our life. Twenty four years. Wow. Well, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four years. Wow. I want to just take us on a quick story time. Back in 2011, 2012, somewhere around there, I want to say, like, let's, I'm going to just go with 2011. Mm-hmm. We, had a, uh, we had a class at Moraine Valley. That's a, uh, if anybody knows or don't know, it's a community college out in the south suburbs of Chicago. We had this teacher, I forgot what class it was, but. Um, sociology? Ah, uh, it was. Oh, sociology. It was mm-hmm. sociology. Shout out to the professor. Her name is Mr. Beck. Uh, let me tell you this. If anybody ever deserved an Academy Award in life, it was her. <laughs> I ain't never, ever met somebody in my life that knew how to make themselves cry on the spot and suck their tear up in a matter of three seconds. Gee, it's, she gosh. went into full-blown crying mode because she was talking to us about how things have changed from when she was coming up as a kid. Like certain stores closing and um, how she used to go here, but now everything is, is different. And then she just started crying. Boo-hooing, broke down. She, tears and everything. And then her face went straight, serious mode, and she went into teaching. <laughs> Back into reality. I've never seen that in life. Mm-mm. Never seen that in life. That was, man, that was the most craziest uh, experience in uh, education for me. Yeah. But she was the realest. Mm-hmm. And going, like, you know, seeing that, and I didn't, I don't think we laughed, but we, like. No, nah, we laughed. We laughed, but it wasn't like, um, we didn't laugh at her. It was just crazy. It was just crazy how it, how it went. But um, it applies to today. Because I guess real. at that time, a lot of things weren't closed, and a lot of things wasn't uh, affecting us, yeah. changing us in that way. So we couldn't connect or you know, we couldn't connect with her on that. But now, everything is changing and stores is closing. Yeah. And, you know, it does kind of make you, uh, put you in your feelings a little bit. Just a little bit yeah. for me. Hey, look, I even think about it now on the aspect of that Burger King by Moraine ain't even that no more. Yeah, it's not. That's crazy. And that ain't even been, well, it's close to 10 years now, but... That's that's wild. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just got to appreciate uh, moments in different things like uh, eras, you know, eras. What, what comes up must come down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, very interesting, though. Uh, okay, well, I know I asked you this earlier this morning, but uh, have you have you decided whether it was something that you can remember? About... Um Something that's closed, a closed. Yeah, something that's that was there that's not that time, anymore. Like a, I don't, I can't think of anything that's like significant. Like you know, GameStop is still open, right? They were going close, right? They are. I don't know. I don't know. I think but it might most, still be some. The yeah. most thing, like oh, Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, Hollywood Video, Blockbuster, those things. Because I used to get the uh, Barbie game. I used to play it on my PlayStation. Hey, it low-key was raw. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was raw. They, just because they let you... That was the first game I knew they let you drive cars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, as an active uh, person, you know, like, you was driving cars. And then uh, came Grand Theft Auto. Mm. And it was a wrap from there. Yeah, but I would say Blockbuster. Uh, okay, I'm gonna see you in a, 
see you on Blockbuster. But you know what? What I was going to say, it never really lasted long. They always tried to put something here, and it, it just never lasted long. But it was this place called Jeepers on 95th. Mm. And uh, it's like 95th and Cottage Grove. And it was busting for the like three, four years it was there. And it was gone again. But some, it was some like another little indoor amusement park before that. Oh. Yeah, okay. so it's just like every so often they'll put, like every so many years they'll put something there just to realize it ain't going to work out and remove it and do something else. Um, but I don't know. You know, I'm really I'm really waiting on movie theaters to be gone so I could just be like, I remember we used to have to go to the movie theater to go see a movie. <laughs> and, and now they don't even got them got no more. But you know what? I think uh, AMC is doing too much. I told you. Did I tell you that they are, like, changing the pricing of different seats? The value seats are the seats that's in the front that's right in front of the screen. And then they're going to upcharge the seats that's in the middle, in the top. But, you know, in the top section, but in the middle of the, um, you know. The mid-seats. The mid-seats, the middle seats. So those are going to be more. Wait, 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 wait. The -hmm. middle seats are going to be more? Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody really go to the movie theater to have a middle seat. Yes, you do. You used to, I mean, like, I used to. You went to the movies to have a middle seat? Because you sit directly in the middle of the screen. Like, you sit and, you, you know, what's a good Man, G. But now, I don't care if I sit on the end. I don't care. I prefer to be at the top because... Though well, that was my preference. I preferred to be at the top because you ain't have to worry about... People walking past you. Yeah, and then if, if somebody is standing up, it's like, I'm already looking over you, G. You're not really blocking my line of sight. Mm-hmm. But I think I my favorite seating would probably be in front of the screen, G. Cause, at the uh, bottom? Yeah, but... Because we went recently? Nah, nah, nah. Let me tell you, I'm going to draw it all the way back. So we... Uh, what movie... We went to go see. I want to say it was either Assault or Jeepers Creepers, whatever. It was one. Of, it was a horror movie. Me, Reezy, and it was a couple of us. We went to go see this this movie, and we sat in the front. Mm-hmm. And it was just like you was right there. Mm. It was literally like you was right there, just like how you heard that boom. I felt it, mm. um, and it made the experience different because it looked like you was amongst the film. Mm. Okay. I don't like sitting in the front because you can see. Like, I don't like sitting in the front because when somebody can see you, what you're doing from the back. Not exactly what you're doing, but see if you're standing up and walking out. I don't like that. I ain't never thought about it that way. But, yeah, you're right. You're right because it is like all eyes on you, center of attention. (laughs) Yeah. But imagine when you're one of them people in the middle, though. You 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 do become the center of attention because you gotta get think, up and you, yeah, you gonna for, go left or right and go your way out. And then yeah. some some movie theaters only got that one entrance and exit, so then you mm. really gotta walk down and cut over and then like. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Like I say this, I'm asking you this because I was watching something the other day. Is there going to be an equivalent to, like, you know, the TV shows that you watch and it be people uh, watching the movie and, you know, you telling somebody to shut up or be quiet? I hope not. Is there ever going to be something equivalent to that I hope if the not. movies are gone? I hope not. 
I really hope. I really hope it ain't gonna be nothing equivalent to it. Okay. Just because, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Maybe, maybe plays. Plays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But is Tyler Perry coming back on the stage? That'd be that'd be cool. If if he did a play here, another play, I would go. Interesting. I like plays. Does Medea have to be a main character to get you to go? Huh. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Tyler Perry gonna come back with a new play. It's <laughs> gonna be called Tyler Perry Presents Medea. I got some to tell. <laughs> Whatever. I'm telling you. Watch. Um, but yeah. All right. So I'm gonna revert that question back on you. Do you think it's gonna be something to, to replace that? No, because I feel like it's like it's still like nostalgia. Although people, it's still a movie theater going on. Like you know, it's still movie theaters. People still go to the movies, but I don't think it's anything is gonna be like that. I don't even remember the last time I really. I heard somebody shift somebody in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides me. Boy. Boy. <laughs> man. Oh, goodness. That should have been our first and last time we went to the movies together. Why? I was right. Yeah, but. I'm, I'm glad some kids ain't beat me up. Man. Uh, Boy. Talk about. See, you would have put me in a position where I had to see Judge Mathis. No. No, no. He'd be like, son, now listen here, son. You can't go anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so shout out to uh, shout out to movie theaters. Yeah. I think, you know what? We As much as we said that it was going to be a dying thing, I think it's still going to be something for them. Because it was still uh, like picture shows, not picture shows, but they still had like low dollar shows when they was yeah. up in the price. You know, it's you. The it's, matinee. Yeah, you still got an experience. Like everybody, just don't want to sit in the confines of their own house to watch a movie. Because I mean, like even think about it, you know, people don't want to sit at home and eat. True. You go out to eat. You True. go sit down to eat when you can go home and set your table and sit down and eat at your table. All right, watch what you say on this podcast, man. People think we got it like that. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, right, I'm just. The please do not pocket watch. Mm. <laughs> but uh, what's your what's what's your favorite thing about the movies? Like, if you could if you could take one thing from like the movie theater and present it in your own home, what would it be? Repeat. If you could take one thing from your movie theater experience and bring it home, it what would be, it be it would be the um, the projector screen and the surround sound. In the dark room. Popcorn. I said one thing. You didn't list it the whole... You and might I as well have said the whole thing. Okay, so if out of those, I would say... Well, I have to put the screen with the surround sound. Okay. Yeah, that's... I know it's... All right, that's what you That's like a combo, yeah. All right. Well, what I would take is I'll take the icing machine. The icing machine, yeah. That's, that's what good. I want. Give me, give me that... Uh, bring me the vendor that's always gonna make sure it's checked on and make sure it ain't had no red lights. We good. Okay. Mean that thing, baby. That is good. Yeah. You can use an icy every now and then. See, and then the way I do it is I make sure I could uh, mix up flavors. Mm, so okay, if you got the screen and the surround sound right, mm-hmm. I would want the nachos. Okay, so let me ask you this: Are we doing? Old, like, when we was coming up style nachos or this new nachos they got where 
that give you the little cup and you got your chips and stuff. Oh man, like I think I would do the old one. Me too. Like where you get the the flimsy plastic Let's tray think, yeah. with the round uh, tortilla chips yep. and the cheese in the corner. Yep. You got to hold on, you know. Hold yes. on for dear yeah. life. I'm not giving me some jalapeno Pino peppers. Peppers on yeah. the air. You know, that's only right. That's what I'm saying. Like, kids today, y'all don't even know what y'all got, man. Y'all, y'all ain't got real experiences because it was no way that you wasn't making a mess. Yeah. It, you had, like, you had to make a mess. That's when you knew it was good. Like, And then you finished your stuff before the movie even before started. Before the movie even started, yeah. So. But you know what? I want to go to the movie where they bring you your food. We're, we're making a date. Is there one here like that? I believe so. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, we're, we're I wouldn't even care if it's not really a movie that I want to see. I just want to go for the experience. Hey, what if they had Titanic showing? Would you? They do. What? In Crestwood, in 4K, Wait, 4 or something. Titanic? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, I think so. What? I just didn't talk about it. That, that's interesting. <laughs> well, I seen somebody had went. They that's, said they went. That's interesting. Well, we might have to look this up and see. Uh, but I don't think it's at the, um, I don't know, but it's at a different, you know, which movie. Yeah, I'm, just, about, I'm just surprised that this movie is back in theaters. Yeah, sometimes they bring back movies for like a limited time. Well, uh, they're they going to have to bring back some uh, some classics. They gonna, you know what? If they was to bring back The Godfather 2 or 1 in, uh, in movie theaters, mm-hmm. sign me up for it. I'm, I'm there. Okay. I'm there. Uh, wow, we went on a little random tangent. Uh, what else we got on there? Mm, let's see. We got... We you got it, Andy. you got it, man. How things change. <laughs> I put Moraine Valley. Moraine Valley, I just want to say, Moraine Valley was a community college. And I had an issue, not an issue, but I didn't like people calling Moraine Moron Valley. (laughs) Moron Valley. This is when we was in high school. So it's just like, you know, why would they call it Moron Valley? Because it's it's called Moraine. But... Because of the community college. You can save so much money going to community college. For sure. So much money. You know, it's okay being at home with your parents if they allow you to be at home. Hey, you ain't necessarily got to do that, man. You don't. You can get your own apartment. If you feel like you want to, you know, you want to go ahead and rush and create some bills and some debt, you're already doing it anyway when you go to a four-year institution. So go ahead, get you a... Go ahead, go to a community college, whether it's Moraine Valley, Olive Harvey, uh... Malcolm X. Is it even called Malcolm X anymore? Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, go to, you know, go ahead. Get you a, uh, go get you a student loan, you know, where they going to bust it down with you. You're going to be able to pay your rent and have a little money for some extra stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's okay. Community college is just fine. I think that's the best thing for kids. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, I think it's good. And then you can transfer it. Just make sure whatever credit you take, it transfer over to the classes or the school that you're going to be going to or that you plan to go to. And that's where the scam come in. But, you know, no, to for, say, oh. Yeah, yeah, but let's be real, G. That's where the scam comes in. What? Where you take these classes for this, uh, for this program. Now, you know, we was getting the booklets from the schools that we was going to, to see what classes we needed to take that was going to transfer over. Mm-hmm. And then you can get to that point where you're about to get ready to transfer to that school, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, nah. so we changed the curriculum. 
You actually yeah, had to take. It didn't happen to me. Like you gotta, you have to do your due diligence and and look and verify on the site of the school you want to go to and on the site. I mean, and on your site that the school that you currently at, you got to do your own due diligence. Yeah, but I mean, you just yeah, do your due diligence. Because that did not happen to me. Don't be surprised if they pull the wool over your eyes. I mean, hey, look, I'm, I'm an advocate for education. I don't know if I'm an advocate for institutions. Okay. That's but that's why I leave that at. But shout out to NIU. Shout out to uh, U of I, UIC. Mm-hmm. We see y'all. Mm-hmm. Even though somebody who. Uh, Actually graduated from U of I. Don't want to claim that I graduated from UIC. I was on the U of I campus. Thank you. And which one you spend more time in? I was on the U of I campus. Okay. But my degree is from University of Illinois, Illinois at Chicago. Anyway, y'all. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. All right. So we have. Um, should relationships have monthly evaluations? Yeah, I, um, I actually got this this conversation from the Breakfast Club, and I decided not to even listen to what they were saying mm-hmm. because I wanted to just know what you thought about it. So what do you think? Should no. relationships have evaluations? They ain't even got to be monthly. Should they have evaluations? Like when you speak with the person, your partner, like a sit down, talk. like you're doing a review. You do your own review, yeah. or like you get a review at work. You know, I, should you should relationships have reviews, evaluations? Uh, I I don't look at it like a sit down review evaluation. You know, um, I feel like if you happy, you happy. If you're not happy, then maybe you do need to evaluate what's going on. But does it have to be formal? No. And does it have to be monthly? No. All right. So how often do you think? Some people talk to their partner every night about what bothers them, about what they did and this and that. And I, don't, I really don't think that's necessary. That's that's tiring. <laughs> you know, that's like, no, that's that's tiring. Yeah, that. All right, so how many nights out of the year do you think somebody should uh, talk to their spouse? None. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, no, like, you know, I feel like it should be sporadic because I not only want to know what's bothering you, I want to know what's not bothering you, what's good. So relationships should have evaluations. If If it fits. But I don't look at it like an evaluation. I look at it just like a a talk. Well, I mean, okay, but like, I'm gonna just say it's, I'm it's like say. evaluations is saying like you met below here, but you exceeded here today or this month, and this and that. You could do better in this area. Continue doing this, blah blah blah. Like, all right, so that's, should, that sounds so like. So should it be uh, twice a year? Where you just, you evaluate it. Like, all right, so let's say in June, you evaluate some things that went from January to, to June, and you come back and be like, ah, well, no. this, this, this. No, like, why would you let something continue to go on and it bother you? I, I don't think it would necessarily go on every day, but I think you probably could, like, jot a note down, like, oh, you know, when this happened, I, this is how I felt. Well, if you think about it that way. I'm not doing the evaluation, but maybe monthly evaluations do work. 
if you looking at it like that. Uh, yeah, well, let me say this. I think evaluations are good. Uh, now, it's up to you whether you express it externally or internally. You know, because mm-hmm. um, at first, I am still on the fence about it, but uh, I think I'm more so leaning to, to accepting evaluations. Because, in a sense, just because it affected you, it might not mean it ain't affecting other people around. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of want to live life, not to say where you're appeasing everybody, but you don't want to be, you know, feel like you're stepping on people's toes or purposely hurting people because you do need evaluation or, or at least acknowledgement to some degree of what it is that you're making somebody feel. Now, people are entitled to feel how they're going to feel anyway. You're never going to make everybody happy, but when it comes down to a relationship, if it's the person that you working to build something with or, uh, you know, if y'all got a partnership, then I think it, effective communications creates that evaluation. Now, I don't think it should be done every night, for sure. For sure. Like, because I'm not going to be looking forward to sleeping with you the next night because I got to worry about... Oh, my dad, did I meet it today? Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Man. It's like... Mm. I understand why them people, like, they had they, uh, they drinks on a Saturday bed. <laughs> like, I'd be like, wait, hold on. Let me I'll throw a shot back before. And then once you're done, throw another shot back and kiss you on the forehead and go to sleep. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> but see, then it's just like, well, is that over-communication? Ooh, that's a great, uh, is it a such thing as over-communication? Yeah, I think so. Well, so there, how much would you be willing to hold back? No, like, what I mean by over-communication is continuously stating the same thing over and over again. I understand. In a different way, but at the same, at the, in that same moment. That's, oh, you're talking about the same? Oh, I thought you was talking about, like, a course of, like, all right, if I said it to you today, then tomorrow I come to you with something else different. But, uh, to... To your point. I don't know. I guess I just would want to tune everything down there. How would you feel if you did like a nightly evaluation and it is the same thing? Like, you didn't do this today. You didn't do this today. You didn't do this today. The same thing. And you thought you did it, but you didn't do it. I would just be like, if if was a fifth, I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, you know, this ain't working out, I guess. Yeah, no. Nah, but... I'm t- I just went sleeping. We were had two separate rooms. We were like, if everything else, if I like every other quality about you, and then this is the the negative, I could still live with you. But I, I mean, I could still stand you. But I can't live in the same room with you. I think that's like, it's just very nitpicky. Hey, that's how people are sometimes. It's just very nitpicky. But you know, if that works for certain couples, then you know, do you? You know, it is what it is. You know. But I, that ain't going to work for me. Hey, but you know what, too? It's some people who uh, who they talk about they, they days mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. It, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, mean, I might have to stop asking you, so maybe uh, you can tell me what happened during, during the week. See, I, I forget. <laughs> you if got I, selective memory, though, Jim. I do. You got selective memory. You remember the good stuff. Which is I do got selective memory. That's the stuff I be wanting you to. But remember. it's not intentional, like to be like I'm just gonna remember this. It's, I guess it is selective. 
Yeah, I, I believe it I when I see it. I have a bad memory. I believe when I see it. You, you <laughs> selective politic your memory. Mm, okay. You do. But, um. I just agree. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, see, this is this is exactly why we're going to have to have some evaluations. Because we don't need you to just agree. To okay. Agree. I'm going to give you a review on your birthday. I don't want no review on my birthday. It's too late. It's already set in stone. Mm, I'm not going to be present. You, hey, you better be present. I don't know where you think you're going to be. I'm going to be somewhere else. Not the upper room. No, I ain't going to be up. Hopefully, hopefully not in the upper room. Oh, man. That's crazy. Um, what, All right. Well, for a person that's, uh, let's just say a friend of yours, right, who's newly uh, married or whatever, what advice would you give them? As far as with... Uh, Expectations. Expectations from their spouse? A marriage. A marriage? Um, I have to, I mean, like, I've given advice, but, um, or just, you know, you just got to give grace. You got to give people grace. That's uh, it. Well, what's something that you would have wanted to receive? Um, like a, a marriage advice? Yeah. Nothing. Dang. That's real, because if you was going to flip the question on me, I was going to tell you the exact same thing. I don't think not like that. Like if I I just didn't, I don't know. I feel I really feel like it's something that you got to figure out on your own. But like as you're figuring, figuring it out, you find that you you need to give people grace. And it's like it's not just you. So I don't feel like I needed that advice, but somebody else may. Do you feel like uh, when people go into relationships, they already feel like they're perfect? Yeah, I do. Mm. And it's just like you really got to do a lot of self-reflection because, you know, yeah, people be thinking they're perfect and they, and they don't be. Hey, I think. I don't, and that's okay. It's, it's, it's nothing wrong because you're just being you, but just know that you are not perfect. <laughs> and that's that. I don't know. I Maybe maybe the person is perfect, but they perfectly designed to be who they are. Yeah, in that aspect. I don't think... Uh, I think uh, what we do as people sometimes is we set up false pretenses of what perfection looks like. You know, where we want people to conform to the box or the idealisms that we want them to be in. Yeah, they can be perfect, but, you know, they're not, they may not be that type of perfect to somebody else. Yeah, but what what's really perfect, though? Like, you know, because some people will say, oh, what's perfect for me is somebody that just do and uh, abide by whatever it is I say. And, and that, that's, you know, different. That's what I'm saying. Like, But I'm, that's what I'm asking you. So what is perfect to you? I don't think anything is perfect. There's no, like, I really can't answer that because I really don't think uh, things are perfect. What? Like can be perfect. I think it could be as close to perfection, but perfect, nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Uh, well, I think I'm about to go deep on you. I didn't think about this until this morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think what we deem is imperfect is perfect, and what we deem is perfect is imperfect. And uh, you know how people say, like, oh, it's not good to be. In vain, uh, narcissistic, uh, blah, 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 whatever, right? But if we are created in God's image, right? You're trying to say God 
is not perfect. Mm, I mean, like you can. I mean, that could be what somebody's saying. Hey, well. But it's just like, um, I mean, like, like I said. Hey, I, I'm going with the saying, I'm perfect and I'm worth it. That's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean I ain't perfect. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, you have to find somebody that, I guess, that's perfect for you. But, see, somebody that's perfect for you may lack things that you necessarily don't want to deal with or may, you know, but it still fits. It still works for you. So it's just like, you know, it's just like when people say things are perfectly imperfect and perfectly perfect. That's what it is. Like when you say perfect, you got to say imperfect in the same breath, in my opinion. Hmm. Something to think about. I'm going to think about... uh Think about what you said and come back with maybe my own thoughts and rebuttal to it. Mm. But it's interesting. I, but that's why I was just saying, like, I'm, it's a way to go deep about it because a lot of people don't want to think about that nuance to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, I really be questioning or be trying to understand sometimes, like, why is it not... We preach that it's okay to have self-love, but our self-love has to be shown inwardly, not outwardly. Because if you show it outwardly, then you are a narcissist. Being selfish or what Yeah. No, so, I feel like you should love yourself outwardly. So what's, you know... You got to fill your own cup up first. Your cup got to be filled first. Yeah. So, and I feel like if we did that more, is you really ain't worried about what... What you missing out on, or what somebody ain't bringing to you, because you felt like you brought enough. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just oh no, this is that's why I couldn't remember what my week was about because I was teetering the lines of a lot of different like thought processes and uh, just ideals or things that we view as important or you know just superficial values, mm-hmm. and uh, I just be trying to get to the deeper meaning of things or. Just understanding the concept of accepting what everybody don't want to hear, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes you just gotta you gotta speak what people don't want to hear. That's true. You know that, but that's where my that's where my mind went and where it be at. So I'm not disagreeing with you on what you said whatsoever. I'm just saying what's the what's wrong with that? And then are we really doing self reflection? When we do self-reflection, are we doing self-reflection for really self? Or are we doing it just to appease somebody else? Well, I feel like you should do it for yourself. Because when you do it for yourself, it it helps you understand yourself and somebody else. That's what I think self-reflection is about. It, you find out how you understand things, how you perceive things. And by you... Gaining the understanding about yourself, you can see how others, others may perceive something different or would have gone about something differently. Mm. Learning about yourself is a way of learning about other people. Well, do you think... See, it's uh, that's interesting because when you think about that, like when you put yourself in situations like that, you are, you are the constant variable, but you have to think about that actual... Uh, other variable, like if you weren't not worrying about, but if you think about if you change your actions, what would be the outcome of the opposite person? Because let's just say 
you did something that you don't normally do, right? Mm-hmm. So that variable person is going to look at you like, oh, you don't normally do this. Yeah, that's, you know, but if you do what you normally do, you know, you're getting the same result. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So how do you understand how to handle yourself in that situation if you don't experience something different? Right. So I think sometimes, I mean, yes, it's good to have self-reflection, but after, after the, the thing, but you can't harp down on yourself about, well, if you would have changed this, how would that, you know, did that? Because some people would have still not liked it because mm-hmm. whatever the situation may be. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of different, like, uh, psychological things. But um, one thing I did want to talk about, because we are on this to- topic about um, variables and self-reflection and let's talk about the homie Chris Brown another Taurus gang member um, he had made a post recently on social media uh, essentially you know con- not condemning people but chirping back at people for still holding on to something that happened when he was 17 and uh, actually being okay with Blueface and Krishan being the Mike Tyson and Layla Ali of today's generation in a relationship physically with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I honestly feel like I thought about this in two ways. Um, the reason why, and Chris, I'm sorry, you know, this not to say it's fair, but the reason why you still get the brunt of the way people feel about you is because you actually had have and had potential, you know. Um, people seeing you as a living legend, you know. You were the next person to live in up to the Michael Jackson standard. That's how people saw you. And so, for one thing, you know, one one incident to happen to put you in a situation that threw it off is why people still harp down on you and make you, you know, make you go through that that process again with Blueface and Krishan, man. We all feel like this run is probably another year to laugh up in it. You know, now. He, Chris came out with the, excuse me, miss. Yeah. And Blueface came out with bust, bust down, down Tatiana. Tatiana. Bust down. I want to see you bust down. Pick it up. Now bring that. Hey. So it's just like the expectations and the, no, the expectations totally different. Um, totally different. Hey, but actually, Chris Brown started with that. Uh, was it running? Is it his first song? I think that was the first one. Well, I'm just saying, like. But yeah, excuse me, know, Miss was excuse the one. Me miss was like, I don't know. I mean, like, hey, maybe I, I need to look at Blueface's catalog, but I don't know. I, don't, I doubt that he has anything mm. about Excuse Me, Miss. Nah, he probably got something about his cripping note. But uh, yeah, so it's just like the You a Legacy Act, you know. You, your stuff is timeless. We still talk like, yeah, you 30, 33, 30, yeah, 30-something years old. Yeah. So, sadly, sadly, G, that's just unfortunate the way the cookie crumbled for you. But I don't think people should still be holding it against you, especially when everything since then has been where you stayed out of trouble, especially when it has any altercation to do with a woman. Anytime you heard about an altercation with Chris Brown and a woman, it always turned out to be that he was still innocent. Mm. So, you know, I, I just think it, he's the poster child. He might he might actually be getting the Bobby Brown syndrome. And what I mean by that is when he got with Whitney, 
and uh, stuff started going wrong for for her. Mm-hmm. It was blamed on Bobby. Blame, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's just like if Rihanna was able to get over, not get over it, but move past it, then everybody else should be able to. It, it's just like people shouldn't harp on it. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it don't it don't like firsthand affect you. Yeah. What is, what does that do for you? What does that do for him? Is he supposed to be in his room crying? You know, like about it. All these years later, is Rihanna still supposed to be in her room crying? She got over it? babies. You know, like they both have progressed in life. They got kids, and they, they both grown, doing. They grown. They got kids. You know, it's ridiculous to hold something like that against yeah. him. It's like um, just continuous bad energy. Yeah, and you know what's so crazy? Half the people that be condemning him, but as soon as he drop a new song, boy, they they own it, G. Mm-hmm. They are on it. Like when that uh, no guidance came out, you ain't heard. You ain't hear nothing about no. Oh, he blah, 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 blah. right. You know, it's it's ridiculous. But uh, we do got some other news about Chris Brown though. So go ahead and give it to us, Marcia, because you know more about it than me. So and you know they upset with uh, Chloe Chloe Bailey. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, what is they, what got, are they? they got a song together. Who, Hi, Chris Brown? Yeah, I don't know if it's been released already or whatnot, but they So that's why she was trending. Yeah. So they upset ah. that she that she worked with him and, and released some music. Anyway. Why oh my god. Look, gee, I was meaning to ask you because I came across why like I was trying to understand why her name was popping up on my timeline, but I ain't Thinking nothing of it. I ain't the biggest fan of, of their music anyway. Not to say that they ain't talented, but I ain't the biggest fan. So, this makes sense. I didn't know that they had a song together. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a cover of them, like, holding each other from the side. Like, you know, they, they stand in front of each other. They, they uh, face to face. It's wow. a, like a dim photo. Mm. You can see the whole body. It's nice. It's a nice song. Oh, wow. Nicer mm. picture. All right. Well, before we get <coughs> before we get to the the nuance of this conversation, do they look like they're a couple? To me, it look like they could be a couple. Like, they not a couple that I know of. Right. You know who knows? But Ooh, uh, okay, spicy. It's, it's really cute. Spicy. I like this. Like you can see her outline and her figure, and you can see him. This is nice. All right. Okay. All right, Breezo. I see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, but yeah, let's. Wow. That's interesting. I ain't even. I didn't know that. Thanks for keeping me informed. I'm late, but yeah. Oh, I ain't really not like this. I I really didn't think it was important. Well, that's important. I ain't even know. <laughs> I ain't know nothing. About, I ain't even know they had a song. I ain't know nothing. I don't know the name of it. I don't know. What it's I don't gotta I listen don't to it yet either. Uh, it'll get to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But okay. So you want to know? So. uh... So it is said that Chris Brown doesn't like dark-skinned girls. So in the U.K., somewhere in the U.K., he had a VIP party or whatnot, and somebody said that he said no, I want to say either no, not no black girls, but no dark-skinned girls allowed or no black girls allowed. And it's just like he's in the news for that. Right. And people are complaining, like, you still listen to his music, but he don't even like you. And it's just like, so what? 
<laughs> in my opinion. So what if he don't go to his event? Don't try to go see a VIP if he don't like you. I don't. I don't really care. He got his preference just like everybody else do. So this and is- I, the thing is, I don't think he does not like dark skin or um, black women. I don't think he does not like. I, I agree. I don't, I don't know. It's just I, like I agree with you. And if his preference is lighter women, then that's his, his preference. But I don't think he's. I don't think that's what it is. So I got a two part question, right? But it's mm-hmm. they're not correlated in any way. Mm-hmm. But Seven Streeter, she's not light skinned. No, she's not. That was his artist at a particular time. So yeah, that's one right there that she just throw that out. And then. Um, Number two is, why is it okay for women to have preferences, but if a man was to have a preference, it's an uproar? Yeah. Like, this so select, like, it's selective. You, It's okay for things to be one-sided, but as a man, you got to just accept it when women want to do that, when they want to play both sides of the fence. It's always like that. Man, it's crazy. But... What I was going to say to that whole thing about, like, that club stuff, <sighs> okay, it could have been a multitude of things. Sometimes people do have their preferences of who they want in a section. Mm-hmm. And like you said, your preference is your preference, mm-hmm. you know. But also, too, the bouncer can lie to you because he might not deem you as attractive enough to be in a section. Mm-hmm. But he not going to upright and call you ugly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to stop taking things that ain't coming from a person's mouth at face value. It's so it's so quick to run with words and create a headline. Like, this ain't the first time I heard about this uh, alleged, like, thing with Chris Brown. And he don't, he don't, uh, he only want lighter women or fair-skinned women in his section. Okay, well, we know... Evidently, he know what he want him there for. A wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And maybe he ain't. Maybe he ain't up for the challenge of a, a darker woman. You know, he he probably know if he get a taste of the chocolate, he go he gonna have to lock it down for life. <laughs> so let him, let him have a little vanilla bean cream with his coffee. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't. I'm still gonna listen to his music. He ain't. It's not affecting me. Like that's. Another reason, another example of man of a music, of music of a man. Yeah. Like, are you just going to exclude his music because of his preferences? And Is it really affecting you that much? Are you really going to let this affect you? And if they are lighter skinned, that don't take them away from being a black person? No, not at all. You know, I used to joke with Maisha all the time, like, still to this day, about how she don't like to date dark skinned men. You know, that's... It's just a running joke with me, with a little bit of truth, but... So whatever, Whatever. You know, look, I had a preference before, too. I thought light-skinned women was the stuff, and then... I don't think... I realized they trash. I don't think I have a preference. That's what your mouth say. I don't think I do. (coughs) I've dated people darker than you. I know that. But they ain't last. Oh, my gosh. Then, you know, it didn't have nothing to do. It didn't have nothing. They didn't last because they didn't last. It's not because of their skin tone. No, I know. But I just like to make it the... Uh, running joke. Running joke. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know what it is. Unless you got a light, you know it's right. Oh, my 
gosh. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, like, y'all. You might have to take flight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? And this is my... It's just a joke. Nah, this ain't no joke, man. She didn't make this real, now. I, I thought we was going to make this a lovey-dovey podcast, you know, <laughs> seeing what what the time frame was. But now, I just see you just messed it up. You just ruined the I moment. Nah, I can't have it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep you healthy. Whatever. Um, but no, yeah, for real though, I think to each his own. You know, I uh, I don't see nothing. Colorism, man, we got to get over this, man. It's just a, in today's age, we all are a melting pot. Like, I'm not doing no 23andMe or no, what was that other thing that everybody was swapping their mouth for and doing? I don't know, it's a few of them. Yeah, but anyway, I can just guarantee that I ain't, 100% authentically straight African from the motherland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But nobody in America, if you was born in America and your roots come from the South, or if they come from the any uh, Caribbean area, you ain't 100, 100% pure. It's, it's just not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you all a melting pot. You gone. The great thing about our people, black people, is... We can create people of multicolors. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So to get stuck on whether the color of your skin identifies your blackness, if that's what it is, how black do you really want to be? Mm-hmm. How how black do you really want to be? And I'm, I'm probably going to get some backlash on that, that whole statement, but I'm ready for the smoke. But how black do you really want to be? Mm-hmm. Because you got your black people that would be like, oh, this life is ghetto. And why does X, Y, Z get to live in a life of luxury? Mm-hmm. So how black do you really want to be? Okay. That's just my thoughts on, on that. But I, black is beautiful. Black is king and queen. And colorism should not be a thing. Yeah, I agree. It took me, because I'm brown skin. if you're listening, I'm brown skin. And um, it took me a long time to accept my own self. I used to want to be white. I used to think that um, light skin was better. And it's not that I was necessarily taught that. Nobody in my family, like, taught that. It's just society and how you how you grow up in America. But um, it took me some time to see the beauty in having darker skin and dark skin. And then just, you know, realizing that every shade is beautiful. Dark and light. It took me a long time. Uh, well, it took me a long time. I want to say I... Maybe in my, like, early 20s. My early 20s where it really, where I seen that's not really important. Well, also, too, fun fact, she ain't started watching BET till 2002, so. That is, no, I watch BET. Don't be telling stories like that. <laughs> no, nah, but I think, I, I do think that's the perfect age to, like, realize that, that kind of, like, that social structure mm-hmm. is cool to get away from. That's just like, okay, you can be dark, you can be light, but what if something happened to your skin? What if, like, somebody throw acid on you? I know that's drastic. What if, like, you get in the fire or something like that? It's, you know. What about what about the people who born with them skin conditions? Yeah. So it's just like you have to look beyond that. It's, it's beauty in every person, light or dark. Hey, you know what's crazy, Maisha? Not crazy, but I'm glad you brought this up. You made me think about three key people, or maybe, uh, anyway, 
Yeah, three people. Three people in, that I've encountered in my life, right? So I was in, this all happened in grammar school. So I had met albino people for the first time. Mm. Uh, well, two. So one was named Jatan. I forgot the girl, but her sister was darker. Mm. Her biological sister, same mama, same daddy. Mm-hmm. One was darker, one was albino, you know, albino. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was this girl named Amber, but her parents was black, you know. But she, you know, she was light-skinned, mm-hmm. like fair, fair light-skinned. And so I remember the first time I seen Jatan, like, you know, it's it's crazy because, you know, it's just like you got a name Jatan, but you white with freckles and blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no way, you are, no, no, mm-hmm. No, you not like, but then you get to see, and you just be like, no, you are, like you are, but it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, I guess experiencing it at a young age made me snap out of because I could have been the exact same way. I was just stuck in. Like, do you think it has something to do with you being light skinned? Uh, but you know what? No, because you see majority of my family. Like, think about, for example, you seen Charles, you seen you seen what. Granny, you, well, Alberta, like too, but you, when you see, it's like a good ratio of a melting pot. Okay. And when you look at they, like if you look at their parents, the skin tone, yeah, mm-hmm. you'd be like, well, where do these dark kids come from? Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I guess because I seen it, it was just like, well, this is what black is. What about as a kid and other kids? Like, I mean, outside of your family. Uh well, well, other kids. I was only playing with black kids. I, you know what? The first time I experienced racism, but I didn't even realize it was racism. Gee, we went to. This is when I was in the second grade. We took a a field trip to another Catholic school, mm-hmm. and uh, it was some slick said, but I wasn't at the wherewithal at that age to understand what was really going on. And uh, but I had you had a, a partner. But it was a partner from the other school, mm-hmm. and then I had a, a white boy. But he was cool. I wish I re- like, I wish I remember who he was and what his name was, because we probably could have became the best of friends today. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you remember, if you listening out there, and he was just <laughs> like, "Oh, I had this little black guy, this black kid." When I was in the second grade, we were just going around my school, going to different classes, and you know, hit me up, G. Okay. But it was cool. But that's what I'm saying, like. I feel like your life was way more diverse in culturalism because you had a white friend at a young age, mm-hmm. you had a Mexican friend at a young age, mm-hmm. and your siblings was... <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think you got to see privilege. I hate you say so. And, and I didn't even know Calumet Park used to be uh, a white, a white predominantly... Neighborhood, yeah, be, yeah, mm-hmm. it's still so. Yeah, no, that's what. I'm but it's crazy because when you ride through, you'd be like, "Oh, literally, if you knew where it was, it's literally." People are saying it's outside of the city. I say it's outside of the city, but it's really inside of the city to me. Mm-hmm. And from where the area is, you'd be like, "Never, never off a of hostel. This is right outside of hostel. It's just like you would never have thought that, but segregation be real." That's true. But let's let's speak on your experience of being multi uh, diverse at a young age. I don't I wouldn't say I'm a multi diverse. Gee, you went to 
Can I? Well, no, nah, I ain't gonna say the person's name. But you went to this person's house when you was a kid. Gee, they they parents knew you and liked you. And took me ice skating. Right. And ice skating, rollerblading. But I didn't look at that as privilege. Okay, well, oh, I didn't look at that as privilege. Not privilege. All right, maybe that but, was probably um, wrong. But um. Okay, can I say experience instead of privilege? I guess. Yeah. All right. But. I don't know why, like, besides, like, you know, watching TV and different things is available, like, with toys and different skin tones and stuff like that. I don't know why I had an issue. Because, like I said, my family didn't, like, um, it wasn't, like, taught in a in household. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's just, like, I don't know why I had the issue. Hey, well, speaking of toys, because uh, I'm still, I was still kind of, like, Chuckling off of that that baby doll you said. Uh, what? The one that you said had the uh, it had some nice curls. The baby doll. I, I let y'all let you touch. Yeah. That I gave to you to touch. Yeah. yeah. Look, it was some nice curls, but they could have oiled that baby uh the hair. I mean, they gave an oil on the the doll's hair. Not all right. Well, they could have. It's going. It's synthetic. It's going to feel like, like it wasn't supposed to be that tight. But the they all didn't have human hair. But they gave her a brush. Yeah, so I didn't understand that brush as far as like, because if you used that brush, it would have brushed out the curls. So, right, so. They should have just gave her, like, put scrunchies or something in, in the, mm, uh, the kit. I don't know. Do they do that anymore? They used to, like, girls used to have some of the best toys. Because y'all, like, what I mean by that, though, is like, y'all got a chance to be more imaginative. Like, you get to like design stuff, but, but even like the infomercials, G. Like I don't know if you remember, it was this slow. Um, man, I swear I wish I could rewind this back to like ninety eight to two thousand two and just pop up the infomercial commercials. But it used to be where the girls could make the little bracelets and then do all this different stuff, and then y'all had the stuff where you could draw like butterflies and make it real artsy and colorful and. It'll be like some pop out art, dude. All we had is Hot Wheels, Legos. Y'all even had the kitchen sets. Now they make it where the kitchen set can plug into a wall, uh, a water, uh, some yeah, water, water line. From it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Talk about man. You can have your kids doing the dishes at an early age now. Oh my gosh, teaching them. Yeah. What age? What at what age would you start your child washing dishes? Uh, I don't know. Um. I don't know. They'd be in the kitchen with me, though. So I'd say probably like around 10. 10? Yeah. That's a long time. 8? I think I used to wash dishes at 8. Maybe 8. Well, that was a, a happy birthday present to me at 8. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Dang. I think, well, maybe I was already, because I used to make pancakes. I used to cook breakfast. I used to be cooking breakfast like around, yeah, so 8. Speaking of breakfast. 8. Huh? How much I got to pay you for some more fresh toast? $200. Yeah, well, that'll get sent to you tonight. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm still thinking about them fresh toast. That it was, was good. not all that good. Whatever. Anyway, it was, it was good to it me. It was okay. It was good to me. It was, it was great. But, but I know we got sidetracked. I want to hear more about your stories. What stories? From the ice skating to the... That's it. Hey, wait. Now, let me ask you this. You did roller skating like four wheels, or did you do inline skating? Uh, the the inline ones. 
Wow. Uh, the, the See, I that was like you know straight. Same, yeah, I didn't do that until I got to Richards. Oh wow! Yeah, I actually had my own pair of skates like that. In lines? Yeah. And gee, wow. My mama, my daddy, some of somebody bought them. You know, <laughs> that would have been some cool stuff to do. See, the only thing about in lines though, you could kill yourself if you hit a crack though. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, how, did you use them? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember like, like falling real hard. Man, we gotta. I'm about to put you on the test this. But time. I do like them because like you can. You just put pick your foot up to break because mm-hmm. the brake is in the back. I never like the. I do like riding on the four wheels, like you know the side by sides. But um, I hate the idea of having to tilt your foot forward to to break. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I felt like that's always was the thing that you could just. But your balance has to be better with the inline because the the wheel is in the middle mm. versus like yeah you know the other one you already yeah. planted four feet you know, not four yeah. feet but four wheels yeah on it's ground. got you in like the a car foundations yeah mm. it's Would like you... a bike the in inlines is like a bike you know how you got to for stay a fact yeah versus like a car. Hmm. That's my comparison. That's a good. That's a pretty good comparison, though. Even though a car is a, yeah. a vehicle, you know. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you use a bike as a mode of transportation too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And if you you can't miss one wheel, or you can't miss a tire, yeah, wheel, tire, whatever you want to put on a car, because it's gonna create an imbalance. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a great. That's that is a great example, though. Um, huh. I, you you brought me. To want to ask you something else, but hopefully we get back around to it. We got anything else on the docket? I think that's it. You do? Mm-hmm. Let's let's go through it real quick. Okay. So, we talked about Airbnb. We talked about Moraine Valley. Monthly evaluations. Chris Brown. Blueface. Colorism. Oh, well. Uh, all right. Well, let me ask you this. Because I was thinking about this, too. What was your favorite building at Moraine? My favorite building at Moray. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the letter. It was the. It was the. I think it's the same building you had. The library, the one with the uh, the, the store. Gee, that store. What that was. That was different, man. <laughs> yeah, the one with the store. That was different. I think that's the same one yeah. where I had uh, my statistics class. No. My e- statistics. Yeah, yeah, it was about a bookstore. Okay. What's just crazy? That is crazy, man. And I had a different class there, too. I just can't remember. That was crazy. I felt like certain parts of Moraine made me feel like I was in Harry Potter. Just like how the setup was. Yeah. Just how the the setup was. Mm. Um, Like, one of the buildings, you had to walk through. Like It was just interesting. It was just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I would go back to Moraine, though. I would do a tour of Moraine. Shout out to the geese. Hopefully, they all still living. (laughs) You know, that was your. You should. You should have went there and named them all and seen the thing. Geese, I like geese. Yeah, some good times though. We made. We made history at that school. I guess if you say so. We did. That was the foundation pieces of this relationship, at least. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you know, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll go uh, walk the campus. Ooh. Hey, we should not look, depending on what the weather oh is. My gosh. Nah, look, you know, remember how when we would come out, it'd be people laying in the grass taking naps? Yeah. We might have to do a picnic. <laughs> On the campus? On the campus. Okay. They'd be looking like 
Those weirdos. You still got your ID? I believe so. I think I still got mine. Boy, they're going to look at that ID and be like, we don't even make these no more. Boy, ooh, why they feel like us buy something from the bookstore? Like, oh, yeah, you still got $700 of credit no, right there. No, no. If A. trying to swipe nothing. No, nah, look, if they was to say I still had $700 worth of credit, I'd be like, can I cash it out? Oh, my gosh. I ain't swiping nothing. Man, look. Holla at me if I can get a, a quick bag. <laughs> Man. Man, them books, don't get me back started. Shout out to Check, though. I was happy to find out about that. Yeah, me too. Any uh, college kid in school, if y'all still, I wonder if they still making them take books, like get books. I don't know. That, you know, you get money off of that because you, you sell a book for $200 and you sell it back for 20 Man, right. <laughs> you hey, receive it back for 20 That's crazy. Man, G. Like, that's crazy. I need to find out what Master P and Romeo did. I want to start me an IDCC. Uh, ICDC College. Yeah. I need one of them. I'm going to look at that. All right, well, let's get up off this podcast, and I'm trying to find out how to make this money. Okay. Get that cream. Well. Well, this has been another episode of How to Make Money with... <laughs> man Over Music. A Music Over Man. with your lovely host. Maisha. And Jakar. <laughs> and we'll see y'all again next week. Happy anniversary, baby. There you go, and that's how we ended it. I know I owed you that one. <laughs> All right. And we're out. Yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with you. That's why it's hard to say goodbye. That's why every time you smile, I get a little bit closer to the sky. You better than me. I would have left you on the first time. That's why you. You better than me And I'll be loving you through Every moment, every wrinkle in time I'll be loving you through And I'll be loving you through Every moment, every wrinkle in time I'll be loving you through And I'll be making up for yesterday, yeah Fixing everything that I let break And I will walk through fire just to hear you say Say I do Say I do I fell in love with you That's why it's hard to say goodbye That's why every time you smile I get a little closer to the sky And I'll be loving you through Every moment, every wrinkle in time, I'll be loving you through. And I'll be loving you through. Every moment, every wrinkle in time, I'll be loving you through. And I'll be making up for yesterday. Mixing everything that I let break. And I would walk through fire Just to hear you say Say I do